I don't want to talk long. There's a lot of fun happening out there. I want to get you out there with your kids as soon as possible. I'm really, I'm not going to talk long. But what I want to talk about today is how to raise godly children in today's culture. The only peace a parent can get is when they go to the bathroom. And even then, it's interrupted. We live in a strange day and time when turning off the Wi-Fi is a punishment. A mother couldn't decide if she wanted bangs. So she cut bangs into her daughter, and it looked terrible. Whew. Missed a... <laughs> dodged a bullet there, she said. Sometimes parents like to mess with their kids and hide their things on them. Like they put the coat on the coat rack, the keys on the key hook, and the shoes in the closet. No kids will ever find them. You know your children have been playing with your phone when there's 200 pictures of a left foot and everything's in Spanish. (laughs) But the best thing a parent can give their child is simply a few minutes of their time each day. There is no such thing as a perfect parent, but there is such thing as a good one. If you feel overwhelmed by the demands of parenting, remember... All those little eyes looking back at you, they see a hero. Mark 3, verse 25 says this. Similarly, a family splintered by feuding will fall apart. You know, God told us right from the very beginning to be fruitful and multiply. So that's what we did. We had children. We multiplied. One of the reasons God has given us that command is so that we can pass down God, Jesus, right on down to our children. What a wonderful responsibility we have as parents to be fruitful, to multiply, and to tell the next generation about Jesus. A few things here I want to teach you parents today on how to raise godly children in today's culture. Point number one, parents, amusement is not the highest priority. Don't be concerned about your children getting bored. Don't make it your job to constantly entertain your children. You have much greater responsibilities as a parent, like provider, protector, teacher, and many other responsibilities. Point number two, parents call the shots. It's important to make sure the parent is the biggest person in the room, not the child. Ephesians 6, the Bible tells children, obey your parents. The fifth commandment in the Ten Commandments is honor your father and mother. Parents and children, not on the same plane. Parents, don't be afraid to be unpopular to your children. Adults, we're called and asked to honor authority, respect those that are above us, so it's not out of line to make our children respect and honor us too. Sometimes a father has to say, you can't talk to my wife like that. Number three, routine and boundaries 
provides security. I have a dog. His name is Mose. I taught my dog not to go down the hallway because he kept going into all the rooms and eating everybody's socks. (laughs) Swallow, not chew on them, swallow, eat them. I trained my dog not to go down the hallway. And I thought to myself, I taught my dog a boundary. I should be able to teach my children boundaries too. Parents, set expectations with your children. You can even practice obedience at home first. My wife and I do this before we go into restaurants with our children. We pull into the parking lot and we park the car. And I get serious and I look into the back seat and there's six little eyes looking at me. And I said, we're going to go over restaurant behavior again. We practice it. There's a certain way to behave in a restaurant that's different than how you behave at home or at a park or playtime. Sit still. Be quiet. You can go to the restroom one time. I want to eat a hot meal too. I set some routine and some boundaries, and it's been wonderful to do that. You can act out a setting, teach your children how to behave in that situation. Always, parents, pray that your children will have an obedient and wise heart. Number four, the Bible and prayer are present daily. There is no right or wrong way to lead your family in a Bible study or prayer time. But please make sure your children see you reading the Bible and know that you are praying. I ask my children many times before I go on a prayer walk or I go to my room to pray, I'll look each of them in the eye and say, Charlie, is there anything I can pray for you about? Daddy's about to go on a prayer walk. Owen, is there anything I can pray for you about? Nora, is there anything I can pray for you about? They know I'm going on a prayer walk. My wife and I, we love to talk about God. We like to talk about Jesus, our Bibles, our Bible reading time, and our prayer time purposefully in front of the children so that we, they know that we read our Bible and we pray. Next point. Marriage, it takes a front seat. Kids, they sit in the back. Parents, they sit in the front. I found this interesting. I realized I had all these kids, and I'm looking at them, and they're all over the house and running around, and then I realized in less than 15 years, these kids are going to be out of my house. But then I looked at the woman I married, and I said, but she is still going to be in this house with me. That's why I always choose my spouse first. This relationship is more important. This is a greater love between a spouse than it is between parent and child. Even psychologists now agree that the love between a spouse is greater than a love between a mother and a child. Why? It's because you decided to choose your spouse despite their flaws. But you didn't choose your children. They just came out. (laughs) And then you looked at them and said, what is this? You see... It's, of course, we love our children, but put your spouse first. Marriage takes a front seat. A marriage that chooses one another first will create confidence and peace among the children. 
make sure your children see you love your spouse so that they're not worried about your relationship. When a child sees their parents have love and affection toward one another, it creates wonderful confidence in the children. And studies have shown that they perform better at life. One of the best things that you can do for your children is to love your spouse. Next point. Make sure you put good food served on the table. Meal time together just may be the only time you connect with your family without any interruptions. A recent study showed that parents connect with their children uninterrupted for 15 minutes a day. But when a family sits down together and eats good, healthy food, you create loving families and healthy families. A parent can show love to their children by making them a well-balanced meal and keeping their bodies healthy. Next point. Love is spelled T-I-M-E. Do you laugh with your children? Do you play with your children? Let me encourage all the parents in here to find an activity that the entire family can do together. And activities don't even have to cost you a single penny. Family walks, bike rides, basketball games in the driveway, baseball games in the backyard, video games, board games. Create moments and memories as a family. One of my memories I have as a kid growing up was our vacation every summer. As a child, we went to the lake and we stayed in a house and we rode our bikes and we had a lot of fun and we would go to Cedar Point. And I didn't realize that it really wasn't the best vacation that you can take. We vacationed on Lake Erie every summer. (laughs) And the house we'd stay in had no air conditioning. And the beds were creaky and the homes were old and stinky. And the biggest thing we would do was go to Cedar Point for one day. But all the rest of the days were spent riding our bikes, throwing rocks into the water, and hoping that the lake was open and not too polluted. That's not a lie. (laughs) But it was memories made. And we went there summer after summer after summer. We did a vacation that we could afford. But as a child, I didn't know any better And it was one of the wonderful moments and memories of my childhood. Love is spelled T-I-M-E. Last point today before we're dismissed. I told you I wasn't speaking long. But what we need to make sure we're doing, parents, to raise godly children in today's culture is we got to understand that we're launching adults and not babying children. Don't do for your kids what they can do themselves. You don't have to do everything for them. It might mean they'll spill some milk. It might mean that they'll get crumbs on the floor. But chances are that they could pour their own drink, put peanut butter on the toast, get out a yogurt, take the lid off if they want to, grab a spoon out of the drawer. Make sure we're launching adults. I've heard that fathers are hard on the sons Because when they speak to their sons, they're speaking to themselves. And it's the same for the mothers and their daughters. Let your children figure stuff out on their own. I'll even say something today 
That's so important. Even letting your children fail. It's true. They might not make the team. They may get rejected by friends. They may be real scared to do new things and go to new places. Just a couple weeks ago, my wife found a VBS at a, at a completely different church, and she thought it would be awesome, I think, if we sent our kids to this VBS program this week. I said, okay, let's do it. They didn't know a single person. There wasn't a single friend there. Unfamiliar building, totally new people. We walked them in, and they were scared. We handed them to the teacher they didn't know, and we didn't know either, and they were nervous. And they slowly took the hand and sat down at the seat, and we went away. And it was a little nerve, un, you know, a little nerve wracking as a parent to send your child off to a brand new place with brand new people. But I shook it off, and we went. We went out to eat. <laughs> sure, are they going to be scarred for years to come? Yes, but we had a great meal together. sitting down, eating chicken parm. I looked at my wife and I said, I think it's really good that we dropped our kids off and they were so scared. And she goes, you know what? I agree. Because they're going to have to learn how to make new friends, familiarize herself with a new place, get to know a teacher. It's going to be good for them. We picked them up two hours later. Our stomachs were full. We were blessed. We went on a date. How was camp? It was awesome. It's okay to let your kids launch out into something new every now and then. Uncomfortable situations are growing situations, learning situations, learning how to adapt, make new friends. We do it all the time. Our kids can do it too. Let me pray for you today. Bow our heads. Let's close our eyes. Oh, Lord Jesus, parenting is hard. So hard. I think it's probably the hardest thing I've ever done. Lord Jesus, we pray for grace and mercy, peace, joy, in the middle of raising children, which is chaos, controlled chaos. Lord Jesus, I pray for every parent in the room, grandparent, step, stepdad, stepmom. Lord Jesus, every step-parent in here, they did the great thing by stepping up. Thank you for them, Jesus. Thank you. Lord, I pray right now that each parent in here would raise godly children in today's culture. We need your help, Jesus. It's difficult. Our, our, our patience runs low. Lord God, times we, we, we make mistakes. Maybe we yell too much. Maybe we overreact. Maybe we have too many rules. Maybe we're too strict. Forgive us for that, God. We're sorry. We're doing the best we can, and we're just trying to make it. And Lord Jesus, I pray for wisdom. Wisdom from up above. Lord, as we talk to our children, we train them in the ways of your word, the Bible. I pray that we would do a good job. Why don't you go ahead and keep your heads bowed and your eyes closed. Give everybody an opportunity in here to accept Jesus into their heart. The second day of camp this week, we invited the children to respond to this very invitation. 
44 kids came forward to give their lives to Jesus. Probably one of your kids did that. Now I want to invite the parents to join them. There's a, there's a place called heaven, and there's a place for you called heaven. If you want to invite Jesus into your heart today, I want to pray for you. So repeat this prayer after me, everybody in the room. And if you've never prayed this prayer before, let me encourage you to really mean it from the bottom of your heart. Everybody say this with me. Oh, Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of all my sins. They are many, but you are good. Wash me white. Clean me from the inside out. From this day forward, I give my life to you. I want to raise godly children. Help me do that. I want to be godly. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Go ahead and you can look up at me. The truth is, is that we encourage all the people who come to Cornerstone Church to make sure they take Jesus with them everywhere they go. Take Jesus to work. Take Jesus out when you go have fun. Take Jesus with you into your home. It's a great responsibility we have, parents, to take Jesus into our homes with us, to pray and read our Bible and teach our children how to do these things. Sometimes we open our Bibles up at the kitchen table in the morning and our children, every now and then, will grab their Bibles too and open them up. Where are you reading? Where are you at, Dad? Okay, I'll turn the Bible open to them and I'll just start reading out loud and they'll follow along. Not a lot, not a lot, but it happens every now and then. It's important that they see you do that. It's important that you develop a relationship with Jesus. Do you want to be with Jesus? Do you want Jesus in your heart, in your home, in your children? That's the most important question you could ever answer in your entire life. And I hope you will say yes today. If you feel like you're saying yes to Jesus today, maybe for the first time or like a recommitment of sorts for your life, let me encourage you today, right now, there's a Connect card located in the seat right there in front of you. You can't miss it. It looks just like this. Fill it out. And I think that we have an awesome table as you exit out this way. Yeah, she's shaking her leg. As you exit out this way to get your children, drop this card off at the table. I think we got a free gift for guests today. You can fill this card out if you're new. If you just prayed this prayer with me today for the first time or maybe a recommitment, make sure, oh, please, fill this card out. It's real simple. It's real easy. You don't have to fill out much. But mark on there what you did. Maybe you're a guest. Maybe you gave your life to Jesus. That would be awesome if you handed this in. We got a free gift for everybody who hands this in. It's a good gift, too. It's not a little chintzy gift. It's a good gift. You'll like it. All right? All right, your children are out there having fun, playing, having a great time. I'm glad you're at church today. We got church Wednesday night. You can bring your children because that kids ministry running at an awesome, awesome kids ministry runs every Wednesday night. We got church next week at 11 a.m. only. You're dismissed. Go have fun along. Everything's free out there. The food, the drinks, the games, the prizes, everything. It's all free. Go have fun.